rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, all right. Uh, oh my God, so many shits going wrong. It's going. There's my mail on the table. Let me push that away. Hey, somebody can see my address. Um, yeah, what's going on? My name is Tara Devlin. I think there are two streams happening. So, oh no, maybe not. Jim, are you, you're seeing the stream. Okay, so maybe there's one stream. I thought there were two on YouTube. That's why I was like, what's going on? Because I tried to schedule it. So, I don't know if I was successful. Everything sucks. You know how it is. This technology. All right. Yeah, there were two streams. What the fuck? What the fuck? I'm leaving this stream. I'm going to cancel out of it. And I hope we're still on the air. I don't know what the fuck is going on now. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Jim says, I'm used to hunting. It's true. I don't make it easy, right? God. No wonder I'm always struggling. I don't know. I don't know what the hell. That's why I ask everybody to become a patron. You know what it is. You know the drill. Jim, you don't even have to. Don't worry about it, Jim. You're ahead of the game. Uh, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking in general. We need the... Um, what are you? There were people on the other stream? What the fuck? Should I start a new stream? That's what I'm wondering. Or is this... How is there two streams? It's fucking YouTube. You know what I mean? Just change everything and everything was fine. Why do you need to change it and fuck it up? You know what I mean? Because all I see on my screen, there's one stream. I see one stream, but then I... Saw two things going on. I don't know what the hell. And now people are going to come to the stream. They'll be like, what the hell? Where's the show? God damn it. All right. Don't worry about it. You guys know. This is Tara Buster. It's unapologetic liberal talk. There, it says five are waiting on the other stream. I don't even see that fucking stream. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. I don't know what to do. I guess I'll just leave it and do the show. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Anybody just... I don't even... Because I would post on that stream. Don't go... Or delete that stream if I could. But I don't see it. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, I just got a text. My uncle passed away just now. Okay. So, yeah, all right, we're going to continue with the show. There's nothing we can do. My uncle was a normal person. It's a shame. 85-year-old, decent human being who was a, a normal person, meaning he wasn't a Republican. He knew what Twitler was, and it's a shame that he can't be around to see him go to jail. 
Exactly, Jim. Jim says, do it in his honor, and I will. And he was proud of me for doing the show. And last time I spoke to him, he was telling me how much, how proud he was of uh, of the show. So that made me feel good. I'm not sure if he listened to the show. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I think he did, actually. He said he heard it on Progressive Voices. So that must have been fun for him. And for it, it just sucks because, you know. Oh, God. All right. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, I don't know what's going to happen if my phone starts blowing up. But there's nothing anybody can do right now. And... So we'll just continue with the show. And a lot of things are going on. Uh, as far as my... As far as my personal life, as you know, my uncle was sick now. He's passed away. And... Then the other thing was with the... With, with Ray, the cat. Ray is going to stay. Okay? I'm keeping Ray. I think it was meant to be. He... He walked over to me on my father's birthday, and I, I told you, he, uh, I don't know, I had a dream about a black cat. We'll see. He's really cute and very loving. Maybe I needed that. Maybe my father sent the cat, since I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> He's like, here, have another cat, since you'll never have another girlfriend, <laughs> considering now you have three cats. It's okay. Three? I know people with so many cats. I, I have to kind of not cross that line. Because one of the things I thought of is that now that I have three, what am I going to do if I I won't be able to foster any other cats if I encounter them? Because it would just be chaos. And... I figured, well, that's getting ahead of myself. Let's take it a day at a time. Because you always run into cats. Is he getting along with the other cats? He hasn't met them yet. They know he's here. Andrea asks, is he getting along with other cats? He, uh, um, He's not gone to the doctor yet. He's going tomorrow. And I'm not going... Yeah, I'm not going to introduce them yet until he gets a clean bill of health and he gets fixed as well. And... Uh, what's the other thing? And you also have to introduce them slowly. So they know he's here. They can smell him. They're acting... Francis is actually acting excited. He's, it feels like he, he's not, he's not angry. He's sort of like, wants to know. He's excited. What's going on? Who's in there? And, but Tara Jr. Jr. is, he's not happy. He's grumbling. He's He's growling, he's hissing, he's walking, when he walks by the, the, the door, my bedroom door, that's where Ray is. And he walks by and he hisses, he's like, like in the air. I guess he smells him. So, and then he, when he, I guess he, he smells him on my hand too. So he's like, where is he? Oh, he's laying down over there. All right. Yeah. So they will get along. I have, it'll be fine. One day at a time. I was projecting, what, what am I going to do? Now I have three cats. What if I end up homeless in the United States of serfs and lords? Now, with three cats? How's that going to happen? Not that I will be homeless. I always have this fear 
We all do, right? We live in the United States of serfs and lords. Not that that's ever happened, you know what I mean? But I have this fear that all of a sudden everything can come crumbling down. And it could for anybody, I suppose. But I have a lot of... I guess I have a lot of fear. Not fear. My fears are more emotional. Not physical or... I don't fear, like, getting hit by a car. When I was in the Army, I I could really learn, take some tips from, 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 well, from this experience. One of the things you have to do is you have to repel down Victory Tower, it's called. It's a three-story piece of wood, basically, and you have to repel down it, and... People were, we were all lined up to do our thing down, doing the rappel, and you have to put on the harness. It's like going rock climbing, I suppose. And people were scared. Like, oh man, you know, I I had no fear of that. I don't even care. Like, okay, I put the harness on, they're like, okay, you sat, boom, boom, and I went over. And boom, 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 and you're on the ground. It was like no big deal. I had zero fear jumping. We had to do another thing, one of those slides. I mean, it was fun. But I thought, well, it's sort of like a metaphor for life because all you can do is really put the gear on and double check it and make sure everything is secure and take the leap. And if you're if you're going to fall on your ass... You were meant to fall on your ass, I suppose, because you all you can do is really pre- plan and pl- and take those precautions. And I realized, oh, I guess my fears are more emotional, right? Like, I'll I'm gonna die alone, or I'll die homeless with three cats, or something bad will happen, and. Something bad is always happening. But, anyway. What else do I have? I do have a fear. You know what? It's not really fear. It's more like anger. I know I walk around with with this knot in my stomach. It can't be good. I really do. It's like a physical pain in my stomach. And it's because of everything that's going on. People say, oh, I wish I could just detach. I wish I could be, maybe I don't wish. I guess we all have our place in the world. Some people are supposed to be disconnected, maybe. Who the hell knows? But I look at those undecided voters, and yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about these undecided voters again, because, of course, they were on TV last night again because of the debate. And the debate was a shit show. Because well, well, not not like not like what we saw. But yeah, is it an ulcer? <laughs> River says I, it's not really an ulcer because it comes and goes. It's a physical. I know it's emotional because it comes from, I, I you know stress. And when I watch undecided voters, things like that, and it goes away on occasion, like when I'm petting Ray, you know, he's so cute. Little Ray. He's out of his crate. So I have a crate and I borrowed the crate. So everything's a mess. He was in the crate and I've been letting him 
walk around and whatnot. And he was, he's really, you would never know he was on the street. It's crazy. So he's been looking out the window. I let him out of the crate because he was been sitting in the window. Must be nice. Never have, now he's up on the seventh, I live on the seventh floor. And he is seeing the view of the city for the first time. I wonder what he thinks. But, and it's getting cold out too. So I thought, good, good timing, Ray. He'd be out there right now, shivering. It's not that cold, but you can feel the bite in the air. Winter is coming, as Ned Stark would say. And it really is. So, all right. Guys, you guys are like, who, who is this fucking bitch? What's going on here? Um, yeah, this is unapologetic liberal talk. I don't care. We let it all hang out here. Whatever. What do I got to hide? All right? Life, we're all going to die anyway. Exactly. That's the way life is. You live, you die. What am I going to do? It must be so difficult. Or it must be, what a burden, really, for Twitler to walk around and be absolutely perfect all the time. Perfect at everything. Never making a mistake. How is that? Show Ray? River says, I can't show him. He's in the bedroom and the cat's... I can't. I could show you a picture of Ray. But you'll meet Ray. You'll meet him. He'll become a regular part of the show. We can... What I should do is make some... Well, we have Tarot... We have Francis Jr. Jr. Merchandise... We should make some Tara Jr. Jr. merchandise and Ray merchandise. Because Tara Jr. Jr. is the Antifa cat. We have to come up with something for Ray. Mm. Wait a minute. Hold on. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, all right, all right. All right, everybody. I'm just reading my sister's text about my uncle and what we're going to do about the the situation with the coronavirus. And she's saying that there will be, there will probably not be a church or funeral, or but we will have a celebration of a life in the spring. That sounds not so bad. Uh, I mean, why not? All right. Yes. Whatever. I guess I'm getting distracted by uh, an existential crisis that we're all going to face. So we better make the best of it and leave (laughs) this world a little bit better than we found it. So what was I saying? All right. Um... Yeah, Twitler. It must be really difficult to be a such a perfect person. And you you could tell by obviously he's not happy. Let's put it that way. He is he's really out of control. But as we saw last night, what do I what have I been saying forever? Pence. 
Pence is worse, frankly. He's just as disgusting as Twitler is, except Twitler is unmanageable. Pence is, he is the banality of evil because he plays the game. He knows what Twitler is. The lies? The absolute and utter litany of lies that was that debate. He never, he didn't, um, he didn't even answer questions. I'm sorry, uh, Susan, I'm going to, I I feel the need to go back to the question that you said, that uh, Judge Amy Coney Barrett. It's like, we were asking you about the 210 plus thousand Americans that are dead on your watch, and you're the head of the coronavirus task force? Uh, He didn't even answer that question. And President Donald J. Trump, why does he have to address him as President Donald J. Trump constantly? It is, you're not seeing things. This is a fascist takeover, like I say all the time. In every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. Absolutely. And it is on full, it's in full effect right now. Pence, he is a fascist. They are all fascists. They are anti-American, un-American fascists. And I wonder, I thought that Kamala Harris did good. She did, is that a, that's how you say she did well? Yeah, she did good. Good is a thing, right? She did a good thing, like, you know, she had, like, adopted a ray. That's a good thing. But um, she did well. And, but I felt like she missed a lot of opportunities. Instead of just looking at Pence, I know she didn't want to interrupt him, like, as he interrupted her incessantly, because, well, she's a, she's just a woman, after all. Um, I thought she should have checked his lies constantly, the constant lies, and maybe pointed out a couple of times that he didn't answer the questions, and it wasn't. One question or two. He incessantly, it was the pattern. Because he's a liar. He lies for Trump. He knows what Trump is. Trump gives a shit about the American people. If he did, why the hell would... I mean, we can we have a million examples. Why would he risk people's lives coming home, taking off his mask, coming home, coming back to our house, the White House? Why would he do that drive-by? He is such a little, fragile, little eggshell bitch. And I hate to use that word in a way, but it kind of sums it up. Because he's... It's, uh, he's so easily played. The Lincoln Project tweeted out, and the Lincoln Project, everybody probably knows who listens to the stream, but it's that... Ex-Republicans against Trump. They're trying to redeem their irredeemable death cult. But, yeah, they make some pretty good videos. If only the Democratic Party had as much um, creativity and unapologetic um, moral, I guess. What is what? I'm, I'm not phrasing that right. If only they understood that they have the moral high ground and 
and produced videos like that that were uh, were unapologetic. Yes, we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of democracy. We're on the right side of dignity, decency, unity, all of it. So own it. Not like, oh, I'm. Uh, we have. I'm really grateful. Whatever she said, I'm uh, honored to have every other Republican endorse us. Good. But anyway, whatever. This is why I have a knot in my stomach. And because we live in a country that has been systematically dumbed down by, and I really believe the the, uh, point of no return was the Telecommunications Act. They cut the knees right out from under us if there were any hope of educating the American people. And that's what, it's a vital, it's a free press, vital, informed public is vital for democracy. Of course, you're always going to have ignoramuses who don't care, but wait, what is this shit with the undecided voters? They should be shamed. Put them in their place. Don't give them another microphone every other Instant, I guess it must. It's just easier than informing the American people. You see, it's less. They don't have to spend a lot of money that on their budget gathering a bunch of undecided voters to sit and interview instead of informing them. That's what drives me insane. Do a couple of stories. Get those idiots off the stage and do some stories that educate. The American people. How about instead of going, oh, both sides interrupted. No. How about taking that that 15-minute block where you interviewed a bunch of dotards in a circle who were leaning left or right, leaning Biden. This is this is John. He's leaning Biden. This is Phil Philip. He's leaning. Shut the. What are you talking? About? Well, I really liked her. She had a good attitude. Shut your fucking... I mean, I want to choke them. That's it? You have a good... She had a good demeanor. Well, let's get into the specifics. Why don't you do your job, CNN? And inform them. Instead of going around... This is why we're so dumb. Going around in circles. Getting... The opinion of people who are, they're not undecided, they're low information. They don't know what's going on. They think that I'm going to vote for somebody. They have a nice demeanor. It reminded me when I was knocking on doors for John Kerry back in the day when he was up against George W. Bush. And somebody said to me, we, 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 went, we purposefully, I went on a bus to Philly because... We were going to knock on doors in Republican districts. And so that's what we did. And one of the women I was talking to, she she said she wasn't going to vote for John Kerry because she didn't like his wife. That was it. She didn't like his wife. Doesn't matter that, you know, illegal wars, all of it. 
with George Bush. Remember when we were young and innocent? But that's how people are. I don't like his wife. I don't like her tone. I don't like the fly on his head. Good. I didn't like the fly either. But you know what? I actually did like the fly. Because it says exactly what... Flies are attracted to bullshit. Aren't they? Of course there was a fly on his head. I'm sure there are always flies on his head. Jesus. And his eye? What What was that COVID eye? They all have... Well, Biden had a bleeding eye once, too. What's with the bleeding eye? That's not good. And then they said that... Well, if you look it up, COVID, um, what do you call it? Pink eye is kind of a precursor to COVID. Come on. That whole White House. Why? I mean, for example... Here's what uh, Kamala Harris, I mean, I'm not putting her down. I re- honestly am voting for Kamala Harris, not really Joe Biden. Not that I love her, but I f- think she's better. I find her more interesting and attractive. <laughs> I sound like one of the undecided right now. <laughs> she's cute, okay? You got me. No, but I think that I can deal with her. Biden is just... Yeah, I don't love everything about Kamala Harris. She's not my first choice, that's for sure. But I think, like, uh, what she had said... Well, when she first got into the race, this is what annoyed me, when she said that, let's get rid of the insurance companies, I was like, amen, sister. And then she backtracked on it. But whatever, if that's how she really feels, great. In any case... She's a hell of a lot better than Pence and the rest of them. And we're going to get to what else is going on tonight, which is the uh, the terrorism, the right-wing terrorism going on. Uh, yeah, what about Antifa? I don't see Antifa plotting to kidnap a governor like the right-wingers that Twitler activates. Sto- st- st- I can't say it. Oh, my God. Stochastic terrorism. See how hard that is to say? But let's just stick on the undecideds for a second. Undecided voters. It's it's embarrassing. But what what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. That she should have turned to him. I felt like she missed a few opportunities to you know do what the what the corporate media should be doing educating the american people instead of amplifying the opinions of idiots i it's easier it's less it requires less of a budget to get a bunch of dotards up on a stage and put a microphone in their face than it does doing some actual journalism and that's why they do it Fox News itself has a they their news they kind of started the the whole trend as well because their budget for news gathering was the lowest in the industry, so the rest of them followed suit, saying, "Hey, 
they're just doing the talking head thing. Why don't we do that? We can cut a lot of cut cut a lot of budget here. Whatever they do with it, you know. There were, used to be a kind of understanding about the news, and when we had when we didn't have this corporate media, that the news was not something that you would make money from. It was a money loser for for the networks, but they had a public obligation to um, inform. And, but, yep, here we are. And that's why we're living in the United States of serfs and lords, frankly. With a bunch of dum-dums. All right. Hold on a second. Let's listen to some of these undecided dum-dums. And before I keep on going, keep on keeping on, thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Shannon, for your super chat. And I want to thank, let's see, get to my Patreon. I want to say, I want to say something. What am I saying? Mm-mm-mm. Mark and Kathleen Hartsky, thank you for your patronage. They... Re, they re-upped their patronage. Thank you. And sent me a note saying, keep Ray. And yes, I am keeping Ray. Also, one more uh, very uh, a generous donation from Samuel Molina. Thank you, Sam. You guys keep keep me going. You get me out of bed in the morning. You you give me hope that we will have a daily show one day and maybe make a difference in this world a little bit. Changing, not changing hearts and minds, bringing normal people to, to the truth. So if you can, like and share. Hit the subscribe, hit the notification bell. Uh-oh, JD, another super chat in pounds. Thank you. <laughs> A smattering of applause. I love that applause. I don't know, something about it. Yes, thank you guys for all your support and everything else. Making me want to keep going instead of, I don't know, giving up so let's watch some of these undecided do- dum-dums so we can all share in the knot in my stomach i don't know does anybody else walk around with a knot in their stomach i know i do and it's about this because i live in this country i would be a lot happier i really would i think i think it's the stress you know what i mean it really is the stress of Thinking, because sometimes I do think that one catastrophic, one bad uh, trip to the doctor and I'm done, like so many other Americans. One catastrophic illness or whatever it might be. We're all just hanging by a thread, really. 
It can the rug can be pulled by any at any time. We don't have the same kind of social safety net here. It's because of these dum dums. Really, it's because of the undecided dum dums, frankly. Listen to this. It's sickening. All right. Was a good debate overall, um, but let's ask them. Um, let's let's go ahead ask and the undecided vote. Oh my God! Let's ask these idiots. Let's not inform them so they're not idiots. Let's go find out what they think. We haven't done the job to inform them, but let's listen to what the hell they think. What happens when you have a population that doesn't know what the F is going on? Let's listen in. Well, that's the way they should present it. Let's ask these people who... What is the... Re this is like a study, I guess. What's the result? What happens to an entire population when the... When the fourth estate, the only profession enshrined in our Constitution as vital to democracy, doesn't do its basic job to inform people. So let's ask them. I mean, it's as if you're asking them to do all the work, too. So not only do they not inform them, then... They have to fill some time for them so they can sell advertising. I mean, it's like it's like the circle jerk of idiocy and in the last days of the American Republic. What else could we expect? This is your first time voting in a presidential election. In one word, describe to me the performance of Vice President Pence. Um, shifty. Shifty, okay? And now we're going to go back In to one word. Deborah. What is this, uh, Deborah, a party game? Have... It's just a party game. Like it's a, it's a horse race. In one word. What do you, let's just, what do you think about the last days of the American Republic? Or do you even know what's going on? Well, why would you know? Because all you do is listen to, when you listen to Pence, I, I mean, I was like, what world is Pence living in? He's living in the America in his mind, in the mind of, I guess, it's sort of like the Trump University. You're living in what they th they, they're trying to sell you, the bullshit. You're living in the world of the successful businessman. Like, I'm going to be a successful businessman like Trump if I buy into his university. And they sell you this vision of what your life could be, the promise of the future. All you need is this magic, you know, whatever, the, the, the magic that Trump has by as a birthright. Because he's got good genes, right? That's what he says. I have good genes. His, fa his uh, father was a KKK, well, another racist like him. And his uncle went to MIT, or he taught, taught at MIT. So they have good genes. Shifty. So he says, okay, what? In one word. I mean, are we playing Pictionary or something? In one word. Um, another word for... It's like... It's just, it's a, just a game, I guess. Watching the entire world looking at us 
in shock and disbelief. It's just a game. In one word, describe the, uh, what, the 210,000 dead? The wildfires, the, uh, the riots in the street, the right-wingers murdering people in the streets. In one word, the ineptitude, the I don't want to panic. Oh, let's wait, 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 wait. Because somebody on this this line of of the of idiots mentions something about Twitter not wanting to panic people. Really, not wanting to panic people by te- by telling them everything's okay while a goddamn train is barreling at them and they're walking on the tracks. That's it's such bullshit. You're not. You're not uh, Winston Churchill, Twitler. You're not goddamn FDR. You're not. Not. And he's not goddamn. You couldn't even. I mean, there's a guy so far apart from somebody like FDR and a Twitler. How did we get here? Well, we got here through one greed-centered legislation. It really was. One selfish act from one selfish senator or representative or one after the other. Self-dealing and selfishness and greed. Really, I, that's, I think <laughs> all of these worst aspects of the human condition. I mean, isn't greed one of the seven deadly sins? But then we have Twitler going, I'm so greedy, greedy, greedy. I want to get all the money, money. All my life, I've wanted to have grab all the money, money, money. But all of the religious, you know, so-called evangelicals, they all love them. I'm so greedy, greedy, greedy. In the past, I think you voted for, for President Trump back Ugh. in 2016. Uh, you are now on the fence, undecided. On the and fence. Can you describe to me what you thought of Vice President Pence's um, performance? Confident. Confident. So you've got Tyler Shifty, we've got Deborah. Uh, confident. You voted for Trump. Well, that makes sense. He was confident. I don't know, guys. He looked. He's he's a phony. You could see that phony effer a mile away. Who can't? He's like a caricature of a caricature of a mannequin. Who's trying, who's pretending to be human. And that's because he has spent his entire life as a fraud. I bet you. I'm not, I don't know 100%. Of course I don't. How do you know? But... He's a closet case. There is no, I mean, there really is no doubt in my mind. Of course, I can't prove it unless all gays turn purple all of a sudden. But statistics, studies show anybody who's really that obsessed with gay people, what they do, what you're stopping them from doing, what they do is gay. And he is somebody who is so wound up. He doesn't look comfortable at all with Karen. 
Him and Karen? Are you serious? Karen, who he calls mother? That's not normal. Pretending, I mean, they, they, I mean, really, they, it's sad because we live, we don't have, um, we don't have an unlimited lifespan. We only have this life. And maybe, oh no, I, I wish we had a mansion in heaven. I doubt it though. But come on. That's why Republicans, they're cowards. We're fear-based. They don't know the meaning of live and let live. Live and let live. Shut the F up. You don't want to have a gay marriage? Don't have one. Two people. Oh, they're all about freedom. I saw this other, one of these right-wingers. There was another right-wing rally somewhere, and they had a big sign that said, Freedom! With four explanation points. What? You know nothing of freedom. You know who's the who is not free? The idiot walking around Walmart with an M16. That is the that's the opposite of freedom. You're not free. You're a coward. You got to go to a you you got to go to the supermarket with an M16. You're not free. That's not freedom. And you can't go to the doctor when you're sick. I mean, you could, I guess, if you have enough money. You better hope you're, it's a routine checkup. Or, what, can't retire? I mean, it's like all of this stuff that we have been bamboozled, and they fall for it. That's why I can't stand them. And this is a case in point. It drives me insane. That's why I have a knot in my stomach walking around in a country that has perfectly good potential. If only everybody just, you know, did their part. The media, do your part. Don't be so goddamn lazy. What do I got to do all the work? <laughs> just kidding. I sound like Twitler right now. Hmm. Wait, I'm just, hold on, my sister's texting me. Let me just play this while. Confident. Uh, let's go back now uh, here to, let's see, who is in the back here? Sam. Sam, you're back here. Uh, I saw you a little bit nodding and, and, and engaging as you're watching this. One word to describe how Vice President Pence did. Not sincere. Okay. So, so shifty, confident, not sincere. Um, Morgan, uh, front row. Um, you were very engaged as well. I was watching you going up and down with your with your device. What did you think of Vice President Pence in one word? Stubborn. Stubborn. Okay. All right, Judy, we've got you back here. Um, you voted for President Trump, I think, in 2016. Is that right? Yep. You're on the fence, but leaning towards Trump. What did you think of his vice president? Overtime. What did you say? Overtime. He kept stealing her time. Okay. So oh, going <laughs> overtime. Taking, you know, interrupting and going over time. Okay. All right. Joseph, you are back here. I think you are leaning towards um, Joe Biden and Kamala yes. Harris. What did you think of Vice President uh, Trump's performance? Uh, it depends. He was evasive. Evasive. Okay. Wonderful. All right. Uh, we have Isn't Bob this here informative? The um, Bob, you were listening intently. What did you think of the Vice President? Polished. 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 Very polished. <laughs> He was polished. 
He polished Trump's knob. Positive reaction to, to how he, he performed tonight, okay? Um, Anessa, um, you have sort of talked to me a little bit about how important this polished. vice presidential uh, debate is. Polished. What do you think of vice Fake. Pence. Calculated. Calculated, okay? Um, now we have you, Cody. Uh, Look you're at this. First time, I mean, um, really, aren't you embarrassed um, you to be an American? This is what substitutes, it passes as news in this country. Talk about bread and circus. We don't even get the bread and, or the circus. The circus sucks. We don't even get the bread. What do we get? This is ridiculous. Okay, uh, let me go over here. What do you think? Polished, fabulous, bad, good, nice, fly, bad, I shut the f up. Towards Trump, what did you think of his vice president? Confident. 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 So we've got two confident. He was confidently fake. Well, he's really confident. He's a polished liar. Yeah, I get you. And last but certainly not least, Dennis, <laughs> um, you've been sitting back here patiently, ready to talk. One word to describe Vice President Pence. Uh, I'll describe it as consistent because there was... Oh, uh, God. I love these Trump fanzies. No okay. Nothing new and no surprises. And we should also mention... So what does this uh, mean? Nothing. Really Besides nothing. Except for one, and we'll talk about that in a bit. I also should mention that we have talked to these folks and sort of canvassed them about whether or not this debate has helped them decide who they're going to vote for oh my in the god election. got some good answers i'm going to talk good. to you Wolfen anderson you know good the answers voters sarah they had some strong reaction to the discussion about the coronavirus both men and women agreed uh, with senator harris's criticism of the trump administration's response before <laughs> we show you that uh take a look at how the voters reactions will appear uh at the bottom of your screen men's responses look at this are shit. in green women in yellow when the lines go up, that means this group liked mm, what they heard. I like it. If the it. lines go down, this means the group didn't Ooh, I don't like, like the it. candidate's answer. Now let's listen to those what key moments this? for Senator Harris. Watch this. And they knew what was happening, and they didn't tell you. Can you imagine if you knew on January 28th, as opposed to March 13th, what they knew, what you might have done to prepare? They knew, and they covered it up. You respect the American people when you tell them the truth. Yeah, you respect there you the go. American people when you have the courage Which we've to be a leader done. speaking. Which we've of those always done. That you may not Bullshit! Want to Shut hear, up. They need to hear so they can protect themselves. Liar! Oh my God, right, so these Sarah, lies! Why did uh, that moment resonate with the undecided voters? It yeah, res. So the undecided. That. That was a very like what is this? Why are they so special? Why don't you get people who are decided and know what the F they're talking about? And how about you give them a show and you allow them to inform the undecided dotards so they're not sitting there 27 days before an election with an unfit, unqualified fascist with COVID, who received fewer votes, who's a Putin puppet, a pathological liar and a sociopath, that they're not sitting there saying they're undecided because they want to, they, they have to see more of the crimes against this country. They, have, they need more impeachable offenses. They need more countries closing their borders to us. 
They needed, they, they just haven't seen enough. There aren't enough dead in the country. There aren't enough sick. There's not enough bankruptcies. There's not enough businesses closing. They have to see more. So why are you giving them a platform? Take your platform. Take that platform and inform. Talk about, ask them, what are the 10 most impeachable offenses? Well, we could just stick to 10, make it easy. How about the emoluments clause? Prohibiting the president, the so-called president, from accepting personal benefits from any foreign government. How about, who does he owe? 300 or whatever, uh, uh, 300 million around 300 million dollars? 300, how much does he owe? So I need a producer in here, that's why. Become a patron at patreon.com. Or what's going on? Just, just fucking subscribe to the channel. What is happening? Okay. Um, how much does Trump owe? Okay, Bloomberg. Oh, no, no, no. This is the wealth of Donald Trump. He's so full of shit. Bloomberg documented debt of at least $605 million in 2016. Trump's outstanding debt was at least $650 million in August 2016, in addition to an outstanding loan of $950 million. How do you get some all of this sh fucking money? How do you... He is a, I, you got to give him props for being a con man, really. But that's about it. He is an epic con man, but that, I, I, he's, that doesn't make you worthy or qualified to be president. He has personally guaranteed $421 million in debt. That means it's not through a corporation. At least that's how I'm reading it. Personally guaranteed? From Vox. Here's Andrew who um Andrew Prokop on Vox wrote this on September twenty-ninth. The New York Times blockbuster report on Twitler's tax records has drawn new attention to the fact that Twitler is hundreds of millions of dollars in debt with much of that debt coming due in the next four years. This has led to much speculation about whom the president might owe so much money to and why. But in fact, the answer, or at least part of the answer, has long been known. Trump owes hundreds of millions of dollars, each to two financial institutions, Deutsche Bank and Ladder Capital. Trump revealed this in his financial disclosure forms when he ran for president in 2016. And journalists like Russ Coma, Croma of Mother Jones have been writing about it ever since. Oh, yeah, they need to see more. They don't need to see who he owes money to, but they need to see more. More of his lickspittleness or whatever. Is that a word? I don't know. I made it up. More of his... Sub subservience to anti-democratic foreign dictators. He owes money to... He, I, I'm betting it. 
I don't know, but he owes money to Russian oligarchs. That's the only... He couldn't get a legitimate bank loan. And he went to Russia. That's why he is such a lapdog. And a traitor. He's a traitor. Of course he's a traitor. He'll sell out his own country. He'll sell out anybody. I, he already has. Of course he sold us out. N nonstop. Every day a new impeachable offense and crime. He's selfish to, a, to beyond belief that he should not even be living among humans. If this were another time, we were living in the prehistory days, we would have marched him to the edge of the, of the uh, village and kicked his ass into the woods. Say, go, go. You are ostracized. You're not one of us anymore. Go live off the fat of the land. Leave us alone. That's what would have happened. Well, that's what they did too in ancient Greece. That's, that would be great. They would put, let's see, the whole history of ostracization. Ancient Greece. Mm -mm -mm. I miss Ray. I wish he was here. He needs a bath. <laughs> Poor little Ray. He's so skinny. He's getting fatter. Of course he is. He's eating a lot. Well, I have to. I can't feed him after ten tonight because he's getting his balls cut off tomorrow. He might. Might. It all depends. When I take him, if he's old enough and he doesn't have any other issues, health issues. They're going to be removing his balls. He'll be happier without them. I was, I'm happier without mine. I'm just kidding. I never. I only have metaphoric balls. And thank you, Shannon, for your super chat. <laughs> so, in a political practice in ancient Athens whereby a prominent citizen who threatened the stability of the state could be banished without bringing any charge against him. Exactly. At a fixed meeting in midwinter, the people decided without debate whether they would hold a vote on ostracism some weeks later. Any citizen entitled to vote in the assembly could write another citizen's name down and when a sufficiently large number wrote down the same name, the ostracized man had to leave the city within 10 days and stay away for 10 years. He remained owner of his property, but he had to leave. Ostracism must be clearly, carefully distinguished from exile in the Roman sense, which involved loss of property and status and was for an indefinite period, generally for life. Wouldn't that be great? Ostracize him for 10 years at least. That'll be his life sentence, hopefully. How many people would put his name in there? If that was the case, he would be gone already since 
he received fewer votes. Most people hate him. Well, Greg is asking, will Ray be strong enough for such a drastic surgery? It's up to the vet. If he, yeah, he's fine. It's not that drastic either, apparently. So, because it's on the outside, they don't have to. It's a very quick surgery for male cats. So, he'll be fine. He'll be better off without them. He doesn't need them. It's better for him because then he'll. I'm sure he's fine anyway. He will. He he's had enough of outside. Like me. That's what we have in common. He doesn't want to go out. He likes looking out the window. He's had enough. He lived his whole life outside. So I don't think he wants to go out. But without his balls, he won't have that. Well, first of all, he won't be spraying in my house. That's the most important thing. And he won't have that desire to roam and get the hell out and you know add to the cat population problem he'll be happier he won't have those yes he won't have wanderlust exactly Greg alright what am I doing what's going on here we were talking about ostracizing Trump wouldn't that be amazing why not so what else? Oh, yes, uh, more crimes. Why don't they <laughs> talk about all the crimes? Instead of, why, why are you assuming? This is what drives me insane. It's like when they interview these undecided dotards, it's because they're, it's like they're giving the impression that these people are informed. But by the mere fact that they're undecided, means they are not informed or perhaps or even worse ill-informed obviously there's a couple of trump and z's on the panel that's why that's why pence and twitler incessantly lie and that and it also it's also why those lies have to be challenged and it drives me insane why I guess it's because you would constantly always, you wouldn't have a chance to say anything else. You're always countering the lies, but you can't let them stand. Like when he says about, when he, when he went on about the FBI spied on his campaign, on Twitler's campaign. No, S nobody effing wants to spy on Twitler. What are we spying on Twitler for? Because he's such a political genius. Everybody knows what he did. There was no big secret there. He was tickling racist funny bones. That's it. What, we're going to spy on him so we can listen to him look at swatches in his tacky hotel? And what, talk about banging Madonna? Or, or Madonna, not that he banged Madonna. That's what John Barron said. Madonna was calling, wanted to date him. I, I, who the hell? What? They were spying on... Spying. They were surveilling his campaign because 
of all of the uh, uh, amazingly not so coincidental, I don't know, uh, Russian spies that were infiltrating their campaign? That's why. It was the duty of the FBI to get to the bottom of what the F was going on. You know how Trump says, until we find out what the F is going on, let's be a bunch of racist bastards. They had a duty to look into what this racist traitor was up to. And I... What? So why, when she when he says... They spied on our campaign. Spied? No, no one spied on your campaign because there are millions of Americans who are stupid who believe that. As if they were victims somehow, the Trump campaign, they're victims, while they're meeting with Russian operatives. Oh, remember the story? I know it was years ago. Now it feels like decades how Donald Trump Jr. wanted to get dirt on Hillary Clinton, and they met with the Russian spy at Trump Tower, and he said, oh, I, I thought it was about... Remember what he said? It was about adoption. Russian adoption. Adopting Russian children. Because who hates that? Who hates giving Russian uh, or any children... A nice home. It was about Russian adoption. You know what it was about? Uh, it, well, he wanted dirt on Hillary Clinton. Let me see. But you know why they say Russian adoption? Because here's the thing. I'm trying to remember the whole chain of events with this Magnitsky Act. Now, Magnitsky was a journalist, and if I'm getting this correct, he was arrested by by uh, Putin and taken into a Russian jail and murdered, uh, tortured and murdered. And the because at the time when we didn't have a fascist sycophant to anti-democratic foreign dictators in office, we had a legally elected twice in two landslide elections president who was at least trying to uphold the principles of the United States, whatever, regardless of the fact that we were, uh, you know, still the, we at the time the least upwardly mobile and blah, 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 living in the wrong side of Reaganomics. But he, they, um, the Congress of the United States passed the Magnitsky Act, named for this Russian journalist. This is why I'm getting this correctly. Okay, here, I found an article. And which also put sanctions on Russia. So when they're saying we were talking about Russian adoption, one of the, the, the sanctions in this, um, in the Magnitsky Act was that there would be no Russian, there would be no adoptions of, because uh, that's one of the things that Putin wanted. So it would hurt or whatever. And so that's why they say they were talking about Russian adoption. They were talking about this Magnitsky Act that, and it wasn't just 
about adoption. It was other sanctions that were hurting Putin. It was also that they were freezing his bank accounts and whatnot. Let me read this. Hold on. The origin. The law is named after Sergei Magninsky, a Russian lawyer and auditor who in, tw- in 2008 untangled a dense web of tax fraud and graft involving 23 companies and a total of $230 million linked to the Kremlin and individuals close to the government. Magninsky was the target of investigations, arrested by authorities, and kept in jail without charges. He was beaten and later died under mysterious circumstances, in jail just days before his possible release. Independent investigators found that inhumane detention conditions and isolation from his family, the lack of regular access to lawyers, and intentional refusal to provide adequate medical assistance resulted in the deliberate infliction of severe pain and suffering and, ultimately, his death. The Magnitsky Act was signed by President Barack Obama in December 2012 as a retaliation against the human rights abuses suffered by Magnitsky. The law at first blocked 18 Russian government officials and businessmen from entering the United States, froze assets held by U.S. banks, and banned their future use of, US, of the U.S. banking system. The act was expanded in 2016, and now sanctions apply to 44 suspected human rights abusers worldwide. The official title is a mouthful, the Russia and Moldavia Jackson Vankel Repeal and Sergei Magnitsky Rule of Law Accountability Act of 2012, uh, okay, okay. How does adoptions factor in? Um, let's see. Oh, Bill Browder, an American hedge fund manager who hired Magnitsky for the corruption investigation that eventually led to his death, was a central figure in the bill's passage. How does adoption factor in? When pressed on the details of his meeting with the Kremlin-connected lawyer at Trump Tower in 2016... Donald Trump Jr., traitor tot, appeared to downplay its significance by linking it to concerns over an issue that appears uncontroversial on its surface, adoption. But the barring of U.S. adoptions of Russian children is a flashpoint of tense diplomatic relations that tied directly to the Magnitsky Act. Two weeks after Obama signed the Magnitsky Act, Russian President Vladimir Putin, so-called president, Obviously, he's not a president. He's a king. Um, signed a bill that blocked adoption of Russian children by parents. Oh, yes, that's what it, it wasn't. It was he was retaliating because American couples wanted or whoever wanted to d- adopt Russian children. That's what happened. So Putin used the Russian adoption as a as his retaliation for the Magnitsky Act. A bill that blocked Russian adoption um, by parents in the United States. Russia then also imposed sanctions on Browder and found Magnitsky post-humilis, you know, post-humil, I can't say that word, guilty of crimes. Post-humilously, post-humilously. It's hard. Some words are hard. I apologize. Posthumously. Posthumously. Yes, I have to hear it. Posthumous. And then I can kind of, like a parrot, right? I don't know. Supporters of the bill, I, I, I don't know what it is. So it's my whole life. I've had problems with certain combinations of letters. 
Supporters of the bill at the time cited mistreatment of Russian children by adoptive U.S. parents as the reason for its passage, but it was widely viewed as a retaliatory act, and the issues have been linked. Trump Jr. said that despite assurances that Vasilinska, whatever, the, the spy, would come bearing incriminating information about Hillary Clinton, the topic quickly shifted to the Magnitsky Act. Browder described um, Vezelinska, whatever, in an NPR interview as a longtime foil to him in her efforts to repeal the Magnitsky Act. She represents a member of the Katzviz family whose company is under investigation, blah, blah, blah. So, anyway... Whatever. You hear. You know what I'm saying. That's what the Magnitsky Act was about. So, traitor tot. Oh, we were talking about Russian adoption because he's such a humanitarian, you see. But it, it goes deeper than that, as it always does. Oh, yeah. Everybody likes adoption because you're giving a kid a new home. Isn't that... It's, it's wonderful. Humanitarian. That's him. When you think human rights, you think Donald Trump Jr., right? There he is going, flying all over the world, making the world a better place, using his platform. He's sort of like the Prince Harry and uh, Prince William of, uh, of the United States. The way they go around trying to use their their privilege and platform to promote peace, equality, whatever the hell they promote. At least they're not going around murdering beautiful animals. It's an embarrassment. Of course it is. So, let's see. Who does Trump owe millions of, hundreds of millions of dollars to? Trump's loans from Deutsch and Ladder were linked to particular properties. They were either mortgages on the properties themselves or loans to fund the development of a property. Still, there have been long questions about what, where, why Deutsche Bank and Ladder would loan Trump so much, given his history of st stiffing his creditors. But overall, these loans are less mysterious than another aspect of Trump's financial history, from 2006 to 2014, he spent more than $400 million in cash on buying or developing various properties. Some journalists, here we go again, have long questioned how Trump got his money for all this, wondering whether he has other sources of funds he hasn't disclosed. We all know about that dodgy deal where he definitely was laundering money for the Russian mob. And in fact, he was already cited. Trump, one of his tacky hotels or casinos, were, they were cited. He was cited, the Trump whatever, international. They were cited by the United States for laundering money for the Russian mob. He's already done this. And then they flip this million-dollar house... He resold it for a, a ridiculous amount that made no sense. It was clearly, they were clearly laundering money. And real estate, as what I know, I don't know, because I don't launder money. I'm not a crook. 
I'm not a freaking criminal or a traitor to this country, but that's what they do, in New, especially in New York. Please. Twitler is, he's a, he's a crook. So, uh, real estate is used to launder money because they can make a lot of things disappear, as we know from Twitler's entire life, how he makes fake inflated invoices. I, they spend more time making fake invoices and fake corporations than they do actually making deals. Making deals. You know what I mean? If they only spent the same amount of time making deals or maybe learning about making deals, how do you make a deal? Find out, Twitler, because you don't know. All you know is how to steal and grift and graft and lie and sell bullshit and snake oil. So take that, put that energy that you made, that you, that you put into fake inflated invoices and learn. Do some real deals. Make some real deals. You might actually surprise yourself, but I doubt it. No, 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 no. He's a con man. Like, that's it. There's no hope. There's no going back. Much of Trump's debt is in plain view, but they don't need... Let's get back to the undecided voters. He, they don't have enough. They don't see enough. Let's listen in to the idiocy. The men, by the way, if you watched throughout the debate, the men tended to be much more decisive, much more emotional about what they strongly agreed with. And they, they went up. Who cares? Here, is, I, wait, I, wait. I, oh, I shit. I fucking rewound it. Harris. Why is that news? Can you answer me that? This is what I would love to get on one of these undecided panels and say, I'm undecided and walk in there and say, what is this? Why are you giving a platform to people who don't know what they're talking about when you could be using this time to educate? Oh, isn't that interesting? Men were more decisive. You could see it go up, and then you could see it go down, and then you could... ...number of deaths that we had... Okay, here we go. Here's this, this Trump and Z... He's clear. I don't care if he says I'm undecided. He's been listening. He's a Fox News victim. And he hid that from the public. What did you think of that? Response? Wait, hold on. I'll rewind it. Sort of went on the attack and said, look, the president knew very early on before the American public that indeed COVID was dangerous and he hid that from the public. What did you think of that response? Well, hiding, hiding it from the public or perhaps trying to protect the public from fear. Oh, uh, thank you. The terms that I might protect the public from fear by lying to them so they can be unprepared when the train hits them. They'll just he it'll just hit them. Then maybe they'll have a couple of seconds before it hits them to panic. What are you talking to? Are they it, it, it's infuriating. That's why I have a knot in my stomach to protect us. Oh, thank you, Twitler. Like what FDR did when the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, right? The day, September 7th, 1941. Don't worry about it, everybody. It's great. 
we weren't attacked. It, it's the planes came and they disappeared like a miracle. It was like a miracle. One day they came and another day they will disappear. And nobody cares. Nobody like nobody's ever seen. So, so what if some, some were dead? It's, it is what it is. December 7th, 1941. It is what it is. Use. Uh, but I will also say that, uh, you know, in talking about the large number of deaths that we had, if we look at Americans in general, we're not really a whole bunch of conformists. And so I think we may have contributed to that. Not because the president Conformist. didn't take any specific action or enough action. Oh, no, it's not his fault. It never is. He independently maybe didn't think it was necessary or hadn't bought into the serious yet seriousness net. Let me what are you talking about? Oh, it's because we have this independent spirit? No. Or is it because the, sink, the stinking cult leader, a, a fascist cult leader con man, was telling the American people, to do things like drink bleach, like it'll disappear like a miracle, like don't worry about it, don't wear masks, telling them liberate Virginia, liberate Michigan. It's all about leadership. Not about, oh, the American people are independent. I am sick of this line. Independent? Well, where's your patriotism then? Because you can't have a country when everyone's doing their own damn thing. If there's a pandemic coming, we all have to act like we have our best interests at heart. It's called patriotism. They wouldn't know about it, though. You can't be like, oh, I'm a patriot, but what? That means that the only thing that matters for right-wingers is that they can walk around... And in Walmart with an M16, that's patriotism? Or you can, what, Second Amendment remedies for your, uh, for, for elections that you don't like the outcome to? Because you can't convince people of your kiss-up, kick-down, class war ideas? Your shitty racist ideas? So you get out your Second Amendment. I don't get these people. They're free. All about freedom in America. But they won't pull a hair for America. We're independent. It's not about independence. It's about leadership. Uh, yeah, really? You, World War II. What do you do? Oh, we're going to attack... Uh, D-Day. Oh well, let's all do our own thing. We're independent. You think we gonna we could land on Omaha Beach? Nah. I I don't agree. I, I it's ridiculous. We're independent. They're not independent either. That's the other thing that's so sickening. They're not independent. They are nothing but sheep. Or more like lambs to the slaughter. Frank, well, lambs are cute, and I like lambs, and I would never eat them like I wouldn't eat animals, but I wouldn't, uh, no, I'm sorry, that's a wrong metaphor, it's a, they don't deserve to be called lambs, they're, they're slugs, slugs for salt, slugs for salt, 
Slugs for salt. We're independent. Independent. You're not independent either. You're a you're you're a coward. You're not a patriot. You're an embarrassment. You're not you don't have the courage to be independent because if you were, you would put on a mask. I know he the, he's wearing a mask on here because they told them. But when all your dumb, dumb friends are talking about how you hate that Obamacare, but you love that pre-existing condition protection, that you would, if you were independent, you would say, hey, guys, you're misinformed. And when the Twitler tells you to drink bleach and that the pandemic's going to disappear like a dream... You would say to your friends, your fellow Americans, I'm sorry, this isn't working. (laughs) This guy is not qualified. And when you look, if you would look all over the world and see how the rest of the world has reacted to the pandemic and why they are having so much more success than us. How dare you excuse such ineptitude that has killed 210 and it's it's around 217 and counting now. Thousand, thousand. We're independent. When I heard this guy, it reminded me of we're not independent. We're these aren't patriots. They're they're once again searching for the superior moral justification for not giving a shit about anybody but themselves. And that's not patriotic. So I did a I was looking for some times when we had different kinds of leadership. Here's some some uh PSAs from World War II about women. What, what do you do with your hair, women? Before the war, Veronica Lake's one-eyed hairdo established a style that swept the feminine face of the country. Veronica's witch lock received the stamp of approval from young girls the country over. In a changing world, however, a change of hairstyle was indicated. Not bad on a dance floor, perhaps, but this Lake's eye view is entirely out of place in a war production plant. Valuable time is lost on a futile gesture. Uncontrolled hair will never stay in place. The operator is exposed to the constant threat of hair caught in the machine. In addition, the rhythm of precision work can be seriously upset, resulting in faulty work. Miss Lake has now decided to put glamour in its proper wartime place and face the world with both eyes in the clear. Her hair is out of the way, combed in a simple but becoming fashion. Yeah. They're telling women, wear your hair a different way because we need you producing in the factories so we can win this war. You know how Twitler was a war president? I don't see what we didn't see back then. Women going, oh, liberate. I'm a... Independent. I'm not listening. I'm not going to put my hair. I mean, that's all they were asking. Wear your hair back, American people, while 
you're in the factories because it helps you produce more munitions so we can win this effing war. It's faster. And you don't get hurt because you don't get your hair stuck in the gears. But there's another PSA telling people when the American people had some patriotism and acted as one out of many one. And if some woman would be like, I'm not doing that. I'm sure there were some, a couple of dotards. Maybe they got their hair cut. Oh, well, you get what's coming to them. You don't go thoughts and prayers to Margaret, who had her scalp ripped off in the gear press because she didn't want to put her hair back. That sounds like Twitler to me. Thoughts and prayers? That makes me sick because he got COVID. He might as well have been licking COVID. Swallowing COVID with a beer chaser. Oh, no, not beer. What was it? With a bleach trace chaser. That's what I meant to say. Beer. Again. In fact, they're going mislate one better by covering their hair completely with safety caps. Oh, yes. But they're independent. Then we have this film from World War II telling American service members how to behave in England. Like, don't be a Trump and Z. A uh, couple of points, man. Over here, if you buy them drinks, they'll insist on buying them right back. So you want to watch and not offer them expensive drinks that they can't afford to return. And look, you know, we're not trying to show you the perfect way to behave in a pub. We're only trying to point out that some of these people are a little more reserved than some of us. So if you, if you take it easy a little bit, just at the beginning, give them a little time, let them finish what they're doing, you'll make some damn good friends. <laughs> because they didn't want the American people to, to embarrass themselves in England. It's really kind of heartbreaking, too, that how far we've fallen. They're telling them, look, you know, don't act like an asshole in a pub. If they buy you a drink, if they're going, if you buy them a drink, make it, don't, don't be ostentatious about it. Because they're going to feel the need to reciprocate. And we're here as ambassadors for our entire country. Every soldier is an ambassador. And that's actually when I was in the service, too. They taught us that. Not that, I, that nobody needed to teach me that. Anyway, when you're wearing the uniform, when you have that flag on your shoulder, you're the ambassador of the country. So you act like it. You don't act like an asshole. Trump Anzies don't get the memo, though. Oh, it's heartbreaking. And there's other PSAs. I was I was just watching these PSAs. It's interesting. It's a window into history. And it's sad. It really is. Here's another. Oh, well, well should I play this one? Because there was another, I don't know, it's kind of a, you might have seen it. It's called Don't Be a Sucker. We're not going to play the whole thing. Let me see if I can open it up. 
And it's another PSA that was released by the War Department in World War II about being a racist. Don't be a racist. Don't be a sucker. Wait, hold on. Here we go. He's got everything, you might say. He's young, he's healthy, he's got a job. And he's got a country called America. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing to have. America. Lots of room. Room enough to raise plenty of food. Big factories to make things a man can use. Big cities to do the business of a big country. And people. Lots of people. Enough to work the farm and build the factories, dig the mines, and run the business. All kinds of people, people from different countries with different religions, different colored skins, free people. They can live together and work together and build America together because they're free. Free to vote, to say what they please, go to their own churches, pick their own jobs. Yeah, Mike's got something, all right. He's got America. But there are guys who stay up nights figuring out how to take that away from him. I want to give you the truth, folks. The truth about America. I know you've got a lot of questions. You want to know why you're not getting the breaks you deserve? Who's this sound I'm like? I'm not a politician, but I've made it my business to study these things, and I happen to know the facts. My friends, I'm just an average American. But I'm an American-American. <laughs> and some of the things I see in this country of ours make my blood boil. I see people with foreign accents making all the money. I see Negroes holding jobs that belong to me and you. Now I ask you, if we allow this thing to go on, What's going to become of us real Americans? Mm-hmm. I've heard this kind of talk before, but I never expected to hear it in America. This fellow seems to know what he's talking about. Yes, he knows all right. What's the answer? What are we real Americans going to do about it? You'll find it right here in this little pamphlet. The truth about Negroes and foreigners. The truth about the Catholic Church. Now, friends, these books are free. Paid for by real Americans who want others to know the truth. Excuse me, young man, but are you actually going to read that stuff? Sure, why not? You heard what he said. Didn't you? Yes, I heard. But do you believe in that kind of talk? I don't know. Makes pretty good sense to me. I'm speaking to you as an American American. And I tell you, friends, we'll never be able to call this country our own until it's a country without. Without what? Yeah, without what? Without Negroes. Without alien foreigners. Without Catholics. Without Freemasons. You know What's wrong with the Masons? I'm a Mason. <laughs> there you go. Hey, that fellow's talking about me. And that makes a difference, doesn't it? These are your enemies. These are the people who are trying to take over our country. Now you know them. You know what they stand for. And it's up to you and me to fight them. Well, sounds pretty familiar, right? It's a uh, that's 
that's the Republican platform right there. Wait, hold on. Come on. Come on. What are you doing? Get up here. Come on. Come. Here's a real American right here. Are you an American? Are you a real American, though? No orange cats. No gray cats. No black cats. Only real Americans. But yeah, that's the Twitler way right there. When we had the department, who, who created this? It's called Don't Be a Sucker. It's from 1945. Department of Defense created it. Dramatizes the destructive effects of racial and religious prejudice. So, back in the day, what do you think Twitler would do? He's, what is he doing? He's uh, signing executive orders so we don't take racial sensitivity training. People don't open their eyes that they remain as stupid as he is. As stupid and backward and that's that, he's that guy in the video. And I loved when the guy's like, hey, I'm a Freemason. That's the Republican way, too. It only, they only see the light when something affects them directly. So we're, so, hold on, hold on. Tara Jr. Jr. And for those on the podcast, that's Tara Jr. Jr. pushing the microphone away as he does. I'm not sure if you saw... Here, here we go. Speaking of the right-wing terrorists, tonight, right before we went on air, Governor Whitner, Whitmer, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, one of Trump's favorite foils, liberate Michigan. The FBI... Um, what is it? Uh, the FBI exposed this plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer. Whitmer. I'm sorry, I can't talk. Give me a second. Governor Whitmer. Okay. Right here. Let's see if we can play the video. This investigation tonight at six with a look at Michigan's history with anti-government groups. Brand new information about a location these militia members allegedly trained and what's being done now to protect the governor. Our live Team 7 coverage begins tonight with 7 investigator Heather Catalo and more on the suspects. Heather, what have you learned about the people charged in this really stunning plot? It is stunning, Dave and Carolyn. These 13 men are behind bars right now, and sources are telling me these suspects' anti-government views go well beyond the typical ideology of legal militias. They were preparing for something they called the Boogaloo, or a violent uprising oh, there against you go. the government. Not Antifa? Hundreds of FBI agents and state police raided homes and businesses around Michigan, Antifa, arresting 13 men for various <gasps> kidnapping and terrorism crimes. I thought it was Antifa. Seven Action News was there as the feds searched this home in Heartland, Michigan for Unreal. hours last night. They also executed a warrant at this home in Lake Orion. The feds charged five men from Michigan, Ty Garbin from Heartland, Daniel Harris from Lake Orion, Caleb Franks from Waterford, it's your master Brandon race, Caserta everyone. from Canton, 
Adam Fox from Grand Rapids, and they also arrested Barry Croft All from right, Delaware. Honey. All six are charged with conspiracy to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer at her vacation home before the November election. The FBI and state police executed arrests of several of the conspirators when they were meeting on the east side of the state to pool funds for explosives and exchange tactical Oh, gear. they were freedom, though. It was freedom. Operation, Attorney General Dana Nessel also announced charges Whoops. against seven other men Fuck. she says are associated with a militia group called Wolverine Watchmen. Not that one. The individuals in custody are suspected to have attempted to identify the home addresses of law enforcement officers they nice? in order to target them. Well, freedom. Threats of violence intended to instigate a civil war. A and civil in war. Planning and training for an operation to attack the Capitol building like. of Michigan and to kidnap government officials, including the governor of Michigan. The seven are charged under Michigan's Anti-Terrorism Act. Michael and William Null, seen here in the state capitol during a recent protest, are both charged with providing there material support Wait, for terrorist acts. Rewind that. Seven are charged under Michigan's Anti-Terrorism Act. Michael and William Null, seen here in the state capitol during a recent protest. Remember? Liberate Michigan. There they are. That's one of Trump's friends. That's the Republican base. Remember when they were screaming at everybody because they shut down Michigan trying to get this pandemic under control so we wouldn't die and be the laughing stock of Earth? The pariah of Earth? Are both charged with providing material support for terrorist acts and carrying or possessing a firearm during the commission of a felony. The other men charged include... Paul Beller from Milford, Sean Fix from Ooh, Belleville, Eric Molotov from Cadillac, as well as Pete Musico and Joseph Morrison from Munich. Sources tell the seven investigators that all men identify less as militia and more as anti-government extremists associated with a movement known as Boogaloo. All of us in Michigan That's a, can one disagree of Twitler's about cults. politics, but those disagreements should never, ever amount to violence. Yeah, right. Because Not of the with Twitler in charge. Men and women of and the Republicans. Police officers and federal agents, violence has been prevented today. Now, according to this affidavit, members of the Watchmen even had titles like Commander and Sergeant. One Sick. even had a screen name on social media called Boogaloo Bunyan. All of these men face decades behind bars if they're convicted. Reporting live in Detroit, I'm Heather Catalo. I wonder if. The uh, Republicans will turn them into heroes, like Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, they're just trying to protect their community from uh, the stolen election, I guess. Right? I, Tr Twitler tells them that the world uh, is coming to an end. Democracy. It's Democrats. It's the Democrat Party that... Th threatening their freedom. We're going to steal the election by voting, by getting more votes. We got to stop it. They don't like our freedom. They want to have gay marriage. They don't think that it's uh, where the, the end all and be all of freedom is walking around Walmart with an M16. Ugh. Look at them. Uh, here, here. Here's a, the picture. Pete Musico. 
Joseph Morrison. Real, a bunch of real, very fine people. Very, very fine people there, like nobody's ever seen some very fine people. Here's some more fine people. That's your Republican base. And they're out of control, really. And they have an entire party. It's not just Twitter, as we saw last night with Pence. President Donald J. Trump acted decisively. He closed the border. Is that all you got? He closed the border to China, which he didn't, in fact, close the border. Is that all you got, though? I mean, we're talking about now it's what, October? You're going to go back? Uh, that's all you have in the pandemic? Well, he closed the border. What else did he do? Nothing. He said, um, get your PPE. If you can get it, get it. First, he lied about it. Well, he continued to lie about it, too. And he continues to lie about it. Now he's cured, right? I think he's immune, he said. I think I'm immune. When he was standing out on the White House lawn, looking like an Oompa Loompa. But, you know, Mike Pence sees that too. He sees how sick Twitler is. Really? Oh, look at this. Lindsey Graham. I just want to, I went on Twitter this is, as an aside. I want to see what was trending. Lindsey Graham add, don't let liberals buy South Carolina. Buy, buy it by giving his opponent, by donating to his opponent. Well, honey, you, uh, you set the ground rules to have money in politics. You like money in politics. Now he's supposed to be some kind of outsider because he's not able to fundraise as much. Don't let liberals buy South Carolina. Please. Oh, AOC really has their balls and their balls twisted. She's scary, you know, because she's a woman. She's a, a normal person. She's not white. Oh, my God. She's smarter than they would ever be in a thousand lifetimes. Now, here's another thing. You see how out of control these filthy, disgusting Republicans are and why they hate this country? I say it all the time. But these are the receipts. I'm bringing the receipts here. I don't just say, oh, they hate the country. I got, we got examples. You know why you hate the, you know how. Here's an example. When you know that the number one threat to the American people, well, uh, uh, not just the coronavirus, but you know that the FBI says, and so do the 17 other intelligence agencies, tell this disgusting, greed-centered Republican Party, Amer de democracy-loathing, America-hating Republican Party, that right-wing terrorism, 
right, it, uh, our danger, the danger, the American people are in danger from right-wing terrorists. That's the real enemy. And Russia. That Russia, uh, that the Russian, whatever, intelligence services are trying to influence the election. Again, they're using psyops. They're flooding social media. They are trying to hack the electronic voting machines as they did in 2016. So it's not Russia, though, they say. It's China. Because they have some kind of, I don't know, what is with China? It's not, does, is it resonating with people, this China thing? Don't let Joe Biden be a, he's a puppet of China. Nobody gives a shit. What are you talking about? But it's, the reality is we have Russian spies all over the place. What do you want to bet? You know, when he met with those Russian uh, spies, the Russian, right after he fought, right after he, um, he fired Comey, and the next day he had those, the, the Russian, the guy who's, uh, one of them is a spy, in the White House. What do you think they put a bug in there? I wonder if they sweep for bugs regularly. Of course they did. Like, really, though, they want to hear Twitler yelling at Fox News, I suppose. But, yeah, the danger is right-wing terrorism, and that's what the FBI says. But instead, what do they do? What do the Republicans do? They, they lie. And here we have it again. Now, I want to go, the reason I'm going on Twitter, because I want to see if Donald effing Trump, in his, what, he, he, he tweeted 60 tweets in like 12 hours. I mean, it's ridiculous. I can't tweet that much. That's your whole day. It's ridiculous. He's not, of course he's not working. He doesn't work. That's why I want to see this Mike Pence calling him President Donald J. Trump is... All he thinks about are the is the is our whatever the American people, the safety and the security, the American people. No, he doesn't. Is that what he thinks about? If that was the case, why wouldn't he tell the American people that they're under threat by from right wing terrorists? Exactly. And there you go. Republicans, Pence, Pence is the problem too. It's all of them. So let's see what Trump has said. Oh, okay. He said, I do not tolerate any extreme violence. Defend, this is only three minutes ago, defending all, in caps, Americans. Even those who oppose and attack me. Oh, fuck you. It's sort of like when he says on 9-11, something about even the losers and haters. This is a time to come together even with losers and haters or whatever. Even those who oppose and attack me. Nobody opposes and attacks you. You oppose and attack like a... Like the con man you are. That's all you got. 
like the little fragile little whiny baby who's getting his binky pulled out of his mouth by the American voter. And he doesn't like it. We can't have that. <clears throat> I is wait, 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 okay. So defending all Americans, even those who oppose and attack me, is what I will always do as your president. Shut your filthy orange trap. Governor Whitman, open up your state. Fuck him, okay? I'm sorry. This is the first time I'm reading this. He's he says that he uh, he doesn't tolerate violence, but then he goes in the same tweet. He starts attacking her. Open up your state. Open up your schools. Open up your church. Open up your grave, Twitler, and jump on in. Finally, so I can have a good day. Look at him. Look at him. He is not well. So don't believe the hype, people. I'm trying to make it bigger, but... That is not the complexion of a healthy person. That's a corpse. He's a corpse that was made up by a novice undertaker. Who is, what kind of makeup is that? With the eyes? He's like an orange raccoon. No, it's not normal. He's not well. Oh my God, help us. Coronavirus, help us. Today, what, what is this? That they, what is this? Where the hell? See, I muted him. Governor, oh, fuck you. Governor Whitmer of Michigan has done a terrible job. This is how he starts his tweet. After the FBI foil an attack, a, a kidnap attempt on someone who is a legally elected representative in the democracy. This pig, no offense to pigs, I'm sorry, pigs. You're not, this scum on the scum, on the cancer, on the scum is supposed to be the the head of, the head of state. Governor Whitmer has done a terrible job. Not like the militia that tried to kidnap her, right? You disgusting scum. She locked down her state for everyone, except her husband's boating activities. Oh my God, you baby. You tiny little baby bitches. Would you please secede already? Please, get out, get out. Get out of the White House, get out of the People's House, get out of the Senate, get out of the House, get out of the goddamn Supreme Court, you dangerous death cult, you freaking less vote-getting bunch of goddamn greed-centered ghosts of the Gilded Age, get the F out! 
You don't like this country. You don't care about it. A, a, a representative in the democracy you are supposed to love was almost murdered by a bunch of your supporters and this is what you tweet, you filthy freak, and all of the other Republicans, the cons, what are, what, what are they going to do? Nothing. Mike Pence, nothing. President Donald J. Trump can't shut your lickspittle mouth, Pence. You're an embarrassment to humanity. You filthy, disgusting freak. And I hope five minutes before you die, you say to yourself, why did I waste my entire life being a closet case? What a waste. But you can't go back. I hope. Right, Tara Jr. Jr.? Oh, my God. Governor Whitmer of Michigan has done a terrible job. Not like you. She hasn't killed 217,000 Americans like you and your filthy, disgusting party of enablers. Oh, my God. I know. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Hi, baby. It's terrible. (laughs) Holy moly. Except her husband's boating activity. Is that like your son who goes out and kills endangered animals happened of course the fucking thing went nuts again uh here we go the stupid thing crashed in the middle of my that happens. I think it's because I don't know. It must be Republicans. It's the Republicans fucking with the show. I know there's a lot of cursing tonight. Thank you, covert white rabbit, for your super chat, baby girl. You scream like hell in anger and frustration, so I don't have to. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Covert wire rabbit. She locked down her state for everyone except their husband's boating activity. Na 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 na. You you epic goddamn babies. Fuck off. Fuck off back to the nursery, please. And grow up. Come back when you're grown. When you put, when you're grown, you know, put on your big boy pants. They always say shit like that. Put on your big boy pants and stop lying and tweeting and dividing this country. Somebody stop this piece of human waste. All of them. I'm sorry, um, Biden. Enough with the. Mr. President shit. Look at this. 
God, please make me queen for a day. The federal government provided tremendous help with the people, the great people of Michigan. Shut up. Oh, it really did? Is that why we 217,000 Americans are dead and counting? <clears throat> really, if that's you doing your, your best job, I, I, I hate to see you on a good day. I mean, on a bad day. That's what Kamala Harris should have said. Because they're saying, we, it would, because that's what Pence said. It would have been more, blah, 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 blah. 20,000, million thousand, filthy, filthy. It's like they lie. Now if, oh, they lied about uh, the, what was it? The swine flu or whatever he was saying. If this, if this were, if the swine flu was as deadly as the coronavirus, 20 million thousand billion, 500 thousand million, billion, billion would have been dead. Like, what are you, as if? Bullshit. She should have said, bullshit. Now you're lying. You're lying again. You're lying again. And I loved when Kamala Harris, it, this is what he did, because he's a liar. He says, uh, Pence, the cl closet case, says, um, oh, they asked, well, she said it was the epic failure of the, in the history of the United States killing 217,000 Americans and counting. Oh, wait. Is something wrong with the audio? Fuck. Beep, bop, 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 bop. Of course there is. Hello, is that better? Is the audio better? Can you hear me? Bump, 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 bump. One, two, three, beep, 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 beep. Is the audio better? I'm waiting for the response on the chat. Okay, thank you. Paradu says the audio is like you just fine. Thank you. Okay, good. What am I talking about? Yes. No, on the on the debate when he said she said, you, you are an epic failure, basically. That's what she said. And he's, he turned it into, I think that's terrible. The American people have worked really hard. Like, she wasn't saying the American, and that's, and that's what she said. I, that's not what I said. As if, you know. The American people are him, him and Twitler. They're interchangeable, like, I, and that's what, you know, I, that's what I wish she had said. Oh, well, I realize that you, that uh, Donald J. Trump, that Twitler, I wouldn't call him Mr. President. I realize that Donald Trump thinks he's an autocrat. But like autocrats, and like autocrats, he thinks that he is the American people. But I was talking about you and him. So you're not the American people. She should have said something like that. 
she should have. And other things she should have said. Like, don't let his lies lay right. Are you going to pack the court? What's the shit pack the court? That's how they frame it, of course. Why didn't she bring up? What are you talking about? You're you're a bunch of hypocrites who wouldn't seat a twice legally elected in two landslide elections a a president. You wouldn't seat his. You wouldn't even have a meeting with his nominee ten months before an election, not twenty seven days, and you're ramming this this freaking handmade on this on the bench uh-uh illegitimate and don't apologize we're gonna pack the courts we will do whatever we will do will everything's on the table why not why you know why because they want to they're trying to pine to the friggin republicans maybe we'll get a couple of evangelicals who vote for I, I, it's like what whatever Today, they foiled. Shut your mouth, Twitler. Oh, my God. Coronavirus. My justice. De- this is what he's writes. I am reading his tweet. My. Okay. All right. Let me rewind a little. Governor Whitmer of Michigan has done a terrible job. I want to. That's why I have a knot in my stomach. Listening. Reading this. She locked down her state for everyone except her husband's boating activities. You know, it's sort of like when you uh, twit, I mean, your filthy bitch daughter came back from China with a bunch of freaking uh, patents for her shitty shoes that that she stole. She can't even design her own damn shoes to make in a sweatshop. Oh, like that? Except for there's always a carve out for the crime family. The federal government provided tremendous help for the great people of Michigan. Well, thank you, my lord. My Justice Department, my, my, my. You see, because he's like the king. That's what it used to be. Oh, the royal, okay, the king. My Justice Department, the one who pays no taxes. Who gets the best medical care that our money can buy while we have to get million dollar bills? Sick. This country is sick. And that's, I mean, I do the show because I hope we wake some people up and say, enough. Enough with this rapacious parasite and his entire parasite crime family and his entire parasite political party, well, masquerading, a bunch of parasites masquerading as a political party, anti-democratic, anti-American, greed-centered death cult. That's what they are. My Justice Department and federal law enforcement announced that, 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 today that they foiled a dangerous plot against the governor of Michigan. Rather than say thank you, she calls me 
a white supremacist because you are their leader, Twitler. Oh, because your little hurt, your fragile little eggshell feelings were hurt by the truth. Well, rather than get hurt, you ugly sociopathic parasite scum on the scum of the cancer of the scum. Stop being an ugly, disgusting white supremacist. But that's like asking a fish not to swim. I understand that. Rather than say thank you. Thank you, my lord. Thank you. She calls me. Me, little old me. Can you imagine? A white supremacist. How is that? How weird. While Biden and Democrats refuse to condemn Antifa, anarchists, looters, and mobs that burn down Democrat-run cities. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Of course, as this response, the first thing the governor did was profusely thank all levels of local and federal law enforcement who worked together to protect her. There he is. I want him, I really want him to drop the fuck dead. Honestly, I excuse my French. Ex- really. And when he does, we will party like it's 1999. I will make sure what we do. If ever one of these Trump anzies, they put up a picture to him, a statue to him, you know they will. You know they will. We will break it down. We will tear it down. Trust me. Like that Hollywood, uh, the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Pickaxe guy. Whoever he is, he's a great American. He took an axe to the Twitler star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Thank you. And then I think they kept having to replace it. So the city decided that's it, no more. We're not replacing it. No more Twitler on the Hollywood Walk of... Oh, that must hurt his little fragile ego. What, who is he without his little, his little store? His little accolades? He's not man enough to be himself. Just be okay. Breathing in and out one day at a time like the rest of us. terrorist bastard. Look at them. Liberate Michigan. Here they are. Look at them all. Bunch of freaking Neanderthals. But that's an... I'm sorry. That is an insult to Neanderthals. Tals. How do you pronounce it? Neanderthals, they say? I don't know. In fact, I have to tell you guys, now that I'm saying that, I should come out of the closet. I have about... I have a lot of Neanderthal 
DNA. <laughs> According to 26. What is that? 26 in me? Right? What is that? 26. Is it 26 in me? Now I'm forgetting. Yes, 26 in me. I did that 26 in me, and I have more Neanderthal DNA than about 99% of the population. <laughs> so, you know what? My ancestors were Neanderthal somewhere along the line. It does, it does make sense. So, because I think, you know, most of my DNA was from that part of the world where the Neanderthals were found. Interesting, though, right? Don't hold it against me. It was many years ago. I don't even remember. It was so long ago. I was just a little kid. Who the fuck? Oh, shit. What time is it? It's 10 o'clock? Who the fuck is calling me? It might be one of those calls. We'll see if they call back. Okay. Stop. It's one of the weird. Uh, let's see if they call back. I'll be ready. Alright, what else? Here are where are we? I hate him. Okay, well now that we're all cut off cut caught up. Up oh, here we go. Hello. Hello there. How are you doing? Great. So one of your friends put your name in a competition. Okay. Great. The Pokemon is a dark hat. It's a bit hard to describe. Tell me about it. Um, it has an anus for a mouth. Well, wow. eyes as well. Oh, wow. Its only special move is cry, which does nothing. <laughs> so clever. It's great. You must think I'm pretty useful since you keep calling. That's what I... One of those calls all the time. And I've been gathering them, of course. What was the last one? I, think about that, okay? They, they put these calls together. They record them. They... What are they trying to do? Oh, it has an anus for a mouth. How dare you? They're infants. All they do is prove me right. Unbelievable. Here's the other one. I won a contest. It has an anus for mouth and eyes. A Pokemon. Oh my god. This is terrible. I'm supposed to be... I'm supposed to be hurt 
it, all it does is embarrass them. And honestly, it will make the show better because I will put these on the internet and people will listen to them and they'll be attracted to the show. So keep calling. Here's the Trump book one. Hello. How there? How are you doing there today? I'm, I'm great. great. This is Nick. I work as a literacy agent. Wonderful. Listen, I have some amazing news. What's that? I can see on our database that you're a big Donald Trump fan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds great. And it's only fifty dollars. Isn't that a real bargain? Everything Donald Trump does so is a bargain. Charge your card right now. We have all your details because you know Donald Trump controls everything. Right. Great. Okay, the book is on its way. Great. I hope you love it. Unreal. Keep it up. I love it. It's great. So it's exciting that they actually find me worthy enough or I, I'm pissing them off enough to do that. Good. I'm doing it correctly then. They're, you know what I mean? They're, they're proving me correct. And it means that I'm on the right track. Like if, if I wasn't pissing them off because the truth hurts, but first, it'll piss you off. The, but it'll set you free, but first, it'll piss you off. Here's the other one. I'll play the other ones. This is the first one I caught. The first one that they called, what they said that, what was it? It was, oh, I was identified as someone who was sharing fake news about Donald Trump on the internet, and that I need to think about what I'm doing, sharing that shit. That's what it said. But I was, I didn't get it on tape because it was the first one. Here's the other one. It's just some old man. It's ridiculous. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Who's this? I can't hear you. Can you speak up, please? Who's this? A little louder, please. Hello? I still can't hear you. Hello? Okay. Hello? 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 Hello. Hello? Okay, please, can you say something now? Yeah, hi, how, how you doing? doing? Are you listening to me? Hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello? Really? And here's the other one. I guess this is supposed to be a liberal something. Hello? 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 Can you hear me? Who's this? Why? You have no idea about gender, do you? Uh, who is this? This, this is, is a robocall. You don't seem to care about climate change, complete bastard. Wow. Tell me more. And you think it's okay for men to fart in public? Really? <laughs> Why, Why are you saying that? that? Honestly, you are the worst person in the world. Who are you? You hear that? <laughs> that was That's one, one of those, those robocalls. robocalls. That was from the other show when I played it. Crazy. 
Anyway, whatever. Who cares? It, typical. That's what they do. Just like Pence is a liar, Twitler's a liar, they're a bunch of whiny losers who have absolutely no ability to function in a free democratic society. They're not adding anything to the conversation. That's what they do. They make the country worse. They're not helping anything. They make it worse. Oh, here's somebody on Periscope. Have fun with your three viewers. Whatever, bitch. Have fun with you. Well, come on over to YouTube and you can talk to the viewers and they'll give you a case of red ass. Have fun with your three viewers. I would doubt they get any viewers. So, AKA, another one bites the dust. That's his, this person's name. Let's see. Where is this person? Have fun with your three viewers. Yeah, okay. Well, you're one of them. I don't have fun with you, so if you want me to have fun, maybe you should fuck off back to Twitler's taint and beg for a trickle, I suppose. I, I guess that's what you guys do. You see what I'm saying? They prove me correct every single day. By acting like that. They have nothing to say. That's all they say to. And another thing, I what what they do is, oh, you're a comedian. Like they'll do it with quotes. Oh, you mean you don't think I'm funny? You don't like my comedy? Well, that means I'm doing it correctly. Thanks. It's like, it's a, a compliment. Thank you. Because if somebody like that... If I'm appealing to Trump and Z's, that means I'm a Trump and Z. I'm one of them. And that's not good. So, all right, let's see. Let us see. I'm just trying to do something here. All right, let's get back to work. I got to wrap it up because of Ray. <clears throat> Ray needs, she's got to, I got to take the food away from Ray. He can't eat after 10. What was the other thing I wanted to do? Let me see. I just had other things on the list here. I don't know if I got to them all. Because of all the distractions and the... I hope they call all the time with my... As I collect these calls. It really gives me a boost. It reminds me that, yeah, I'm annoying to them. That's good. What else? What was the other thing? Damn it. Let me look. All right, whatever. Obviously, the show's over. We're done. We've had enough. I've had enough. I need to see Ray. Yes, Trump has no balls. I'm looking on... I'm getting... Uh, some comments on Facebook. Antifa. Yes, Errol Thomas says, 
that's why Kamala made Pence shit in his drawers. Yeah. And you know what's so, of course, typical immediately? It doesn't matter what happens. The right-wingers were all over Twitter, all over social media. Pence, wipe the floor with Kamala Harris. Wipe the floor? Really? Were you watching the same debate? No. He, he looked like an idiot. He didn't answer questions. He looked like a robot. And he's a, a liar. That's why he couldn't answer questions. How do you answer questions... How, you can't answer to murdering two hundred over two hundred thousand of your American of your fellow Americans. Not that they care. That's a that's two hundred and ten thousand Americans dead. Republicans call that a good start. They love dead Americans. Oh, here's a one one last thing I wanted to. Just, say that's why I was just trying to remember last night I don't know if you guys know in New York there were there's a bunch of I don't know Hasidic Jews running around that love Twitler and they're violent like all adherents to right wing death cult like the ones who tried to kidnap Governor Whitmer and it's telling how all these right-wing gangs are running around attacking people, killing people, and the fascists, of course, are saying nothing about it. Just like the Nazis, like any other fascist death cult, what it would what would a Nazi do? Let's say if this was 1933 Germany and well before Hitler came to power. Let's say they had Twitter then, and someone in the in, who wasn't a Nazi was going to be kidnapped by a rogue, whatever rogue or not, a bunch of brown shirts who went rogue, wink, wink. What would, you, what would Hitler say? Would he say, this is a terrible crisis? I stand with governor, whoever the hell. Or would he say, I gave governor whatever the hell every opportunity to be successful. She's terrible. He's terrible. Of course, it would be a he. The real problem is communists and Jews. That's why we're not kidding around here. There are historical precedents for this. There are, there's no excuse not to see what's staring us right in the face. The Republican Party is a Nazi-inspired, greed-centered death cult. They are fascists taking over this country. They are dismantling democracy. And there will not be a peaceful transfer of power. That's why all of them are irredeemable. Pence? People say, oh, I like Pence. I've heard this. At least Pence wouldn't tweet. Stop the tweeting, they say. 
stop the tweeting. I well, who was it? It was uh, Joe Scarborough on MSNBC on Morning Joe was saying when they were impeaching Twitter and he was giving one of his commentaries asking Republicans, "How can you deal with this? Wouldn't you prefer a a President Pence trying to?" wake them up or break them out of a soup. Wouldn't you prefer President Pence? Of course they would prefer him because he's he's just like them. He is a fascist like them. And he will do the same. He will do the same damage to the grand experiment. He will do that damage, but without the tweets. And even the 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 uh, the dum dums the right wing average Joe dum dums they say the same thing. oh I I don't like the tweet stop the tweeting they say we should be grateful for the tweeting it exposes exactly who they are so today where was it on uh, I, Michael Cohen again who worked with Twitter was one of his minions. Was talking about Pence. Sat there watching this debate as Mike Pence looked into the camera and in a very soft voice, he sat there and he just lied to the American people. One lie after another after another. And he's learned very well from Donald how to project his and, and the, his administration and Donald's administration onto somebody else. And I just, I thought it was an amazing thing to watch. Um, but I think he's an absolute lost cause, and there's no way that he's going to have the backbone to stand up to Trump. He just doesn't have it. He didn't have it when Trump picked him, and he certainly doesn't have it four years later. Exactly. The backbone to stand up to Trump. He, it's not normal for him. You know, well, here, here, let me just preface this. You, you heard Kamala Harris talking about Joe Biden. She's like, Joe, I... Joe and I, when I really um, get to get, when I get together with Joe and we discuss policy, Joe and I, Joe, Joe, she's not calling him Vice President Biden, Joseph R. Biden, whatever his middle initial is. What is this need for Pence to be like Donald? President Donald J. Trump. It's right out of any goddamn fascist takeover. Uh, you think that the uh, lick spittles in North Korea call Kim Jong-un Jong-un? You know, Jong-un, uh, he's a regular guy like you and me. Jong-un. It's because they're trying to elevate him. That's why it, it drives me insane when when Joe Biden calls him President Trump. He's not the president. He's a goddamn less vote getting con man. Oh, here's something. When he was released from the hospital, when he was walking. How many staffers said? How many of your staff are sent? Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. I thought this was you funny. Think you might be a Not funny. 
super spreader? Look, he's pissed. Do, 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 do. That goddamn Bigfoot. Look. What's with the thumbs up and these white assholes and their thumbs up? Hey! I, when they all get together and the white. Thumbs up! Thumbs up for fascism! Thumbs up for our white privilege! Yeah! Thumbs up for greed! Yeah! Thumbs up for dead Americans! Losers! Suckers! Look at this. What's this? Somebody... Oh, I should do this. We need to just isolate this bit right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. What's he doing? Mm-mm. It's like an obscene gesture. Thumbs up! So... I don't know what's going on in Brooklyn, but the Trump and Z in who uh, are in the Hasidic community, there's a bunch of Trump and Zs. They're running and rampaging and ra ra rioting. Talk about right. This is why the Republicans are the enemies of the people, because all of this is going on. But rather than discuss. Reality, we're going to hear about Antifa that doesn't even exist. What is Antifa? I keep asking them, where do I send my dues? Nobody responds. They don't respond. The Republicans seem to have all, they, they, have, they know so much about it. So where do I send my Antifa dues? Where's headquarters? When's their next meeting? How do I join up? Where do I get my card? Because it's like Joe Biden said, Antifa is an idea. It is not an organization. There's no organization. But does that matter? Did it matter that there wasn't an organization of Jews in Nazi Germany? Did that matter? No. They... Say it anyway. The this the Jewish cabal, the eternal Jew. When I hear them go on about Antifa, that's what I hear. The commies, the Jews. This is the same thing. That's what it was. Everything was the commies in Nazi Germany, but that was synonymous with Jews. When there was no communist organization, they had disbanded all other political parties. So there wasn't... Oh, it, was all, it all took some time, of course. But anything that happened... What did... Uh, uh, I think it was Goring said, it works the same in every country. Don't The people don't want war. But you denounce the, passive, the pacifists. You tell them they're under attack. And you denounce the pacifists for... For lack of patriotism, it works the same in every country. But here we go in Brooklyn, another riot, an unmasked, but a bunch of not masked morons running around, Hasidic Jews carrying Trump flags. Here, 
Let's see if I can find it. That's not the one. They attacked a reporter. Let's play this. Oh, you can make ad. a follow-up appointment from anywhere. That's yep. an ad. We don't need that. New restrictions are now in effect in parts of New York City as officials work to curb the spread of the coronavirus in several neighborhoods, seeking seeing an uptick in cases. The closures in the state-designated red zones are the most strict, with the kinds of closures the city hasn't seen in months. In one of those red zones in Brooklyn, some in the largely orthodox Jewish community are fighting back. Here we go. Shirley, good morning. We have some tough new restrictions that are happening, and they're basically in these color-coded zones. Right now, we are in the red zone, and this is here on 18th Avenue in Midwood. And now, many people in this largely orthodox Jewish community, they are upset about this, and they are fighting back. Sometimes that means fighting back against the messenger. We have some video. Well, you wouldn't be in a red zone if you wore a mask, but they refuse. You see? They are, these Trumpanzees are the albatrosses around our national necks. They, they refuse to follow guidelines. They refuse to do their patriotic duty to help their country get through this pandemic, help their fellow American. From overnight in Borough Park, a mob shit. attacked a journalist. His name is Jacob Kornblob, the Jewish insider. He was roughed up, but he was able to walk away and file a police report. An ABC Look, News crew also Trump had flag. to be escorted out of that crowd by police. The crowd of mostly young men, some flying Trump flags, That's openly sick. defying the governor's mask order. The anger all has to do with Cuomo's new plan to close non-essential businesses in neighborhoods where COVID cases are on the rise. A new online map highlights red, orange, and yellow zones. Red is the most severe, and starting today, restaurants in those communities are only allowed to offer takeout orders and religious gatherings are limited to 10 people. Whoa. We had the rules. It wasn't enforced in these areas. That's right. It wasn't enforced in these areas because it's hard to enforce in these areas because they don't want to do it. Yep. So it wasn't enforced. Yeah. And now we see the infection rate go up. There you go. And an assemblyman in this area actually put out a statement overnight blasting uh, Governor Cuomo's limits on religious gatherings, basically rolling back the clock to March and April. Jesus but he also uh, denounced the violence that we saw last night, saying, quote, he's imploring the handful of people within the community to end the violence. Really? Just... Follow the damn rules. Then you can have your religious... We want our religious gatherings in spite of the fact that we're dying, you dum-dums. You want to be in the society? You got to play by the rules. This, honestly, I'm going to get... They'll say I'm uh, anti-Semitic or whatever. This particular Jewish community needs uh, to join the uh, modern world. I hate misogyny in any form in case have you you haven't noticed there were no women in that crowd of course because women are property and that particular jewish community that lives in not too far from my house actually they 
there was a recent, another incident not too long ago where, because, you know, we have buses going through New York. They have their own, um, there's some bus routes going through there, and they put posters up on the buses that said, oh, no, wait, it wasn't just the buses. It was, oh, yeah, some of the buses said, told women to get to the back of the bus. Of course, the city took them down. They were like, no, you might live in the 16th century, but this is America, and sorry. And then they were hanging signs all over the neighborhood that said, precious Jewish daughter, please stand aside when a man approaches. And the city took them down. So they they were, talk about, come on, inflicting their misogyny. I, I, I can't stand it. All these religions of the book, what's up with this? You got to be, you always got to be so misogynistic. Yeah, every, that's why you know it, they're full of shit, frankly. I mean, it's not for me, clearly. This is why I don't practice Catholicism, even though I was raised Catholic. I'm not going to be part of any religion that has me as a second-class citizen. F that shit. But, you know, the cops, what are they going to do? There's a whole bunch of people running around with Trump flags, screaming and yelling, pushing, attacking people, because they don't want to wear masks. Well, go get the coronavirus and F off and leave us alone. But they don't. They want, they want all the benefits of society, but none of the responsibilities that we have to have to each other, especially in a crisis. If I'm anti-Semitic, then they're misogynistic. I'm sick of it, really. Like, like I went on, I mean, really, I don't want to get into it because it's late. But we will another day. It all sucks. All right, guys, thank you, Errol. For your super chat, Tara Jr. Jr. for president, absolutely. He could he do a great job. <laughs> What's this? Richard W. The Guardian. Wait a minute. Right wing extremists. Anti fascists. Linked to zero mur <laughs> zero murders in the U.S. in 25 years. Of course. But that doesn't suit the fascist agenda. They're ripping right out of the pages of, of Nazi, the Nazi rise and takeover. And of course, fraudulent elections. Right? That's what they do. It's... They are going to steal the election. Trust me. There will not be a peaceful transfer of power. They have been telegraphing this. All of them, not just Trump. If it was just him, we might be like, okay, the rest of them will, they won't let it happen. But they're part of the, of the anti-democratic fascist cabal. They don't have the courage to stand up to their dumb furor. Semitic. Semitic, not Semitic. Isn't that what I said? Get it right, Tara. Semitic, not Semitic. I, I just... 
I'm not talking right, I guess. Sim edic. Okay. Sim. Sim. Not sim. Sim. I'll, I'll pronounce it better next time. Thank you. Thank you, Mac. All right, guys, guys, guys. No, I'm not kidding. I appreciate you correcting me. I don't want to sound like an idiot. All right, guys, guys, guys. Semite. Right. I just don't talk good sometimes. Right? I know how it's spelled. I just didn't say it correctly. <laughs> Love you, too. <laughs> All right, my friends, listen, I got to go see what's up with Ray. I got to get out of here until we meet again. Hopefully we'll get another another phone call. I don't know. I got to find out. <laughs> Keep trying. <laughs> I will. Thank you, Mac. I appreciate that. I will keep trying. And you too. I'd like to figure out who these people are, though, that are calling. You know what I mean? And why. I would like to figure that out. There must be some... I'm sure it's not legal to harass somebody like that, but... What should I do with the phone calls? Well, anyway, if you have any ideas. I will put some videos together, I guess, of the calls and discuss them and then i'll post it i'll post the numbers on online and hopefully we'll figure something out the guy from cnn uh, he um contacted me i've sent i've been sending him these calls but he's done nothing with them so who knows maybe he's doing something if they do a story on it that'd be great because that'll be good for the show right all right my friends thank you so much for hanging out thank you for everything if you're not in our discord community please join us it doesn't you don't have to be a patron it's for everybody but we do encourage you to become a patron if you can even at the two dollar a month level or whatever and to share your share the show with your friends and we're building our community so we can get through the last days of the American Republic together without, I don't know, maybe too much of a knot in our stomachs. And thank you all for your kind words about my uncle and for all your love and concern for Ray. Yes, Ray on the... Uh, Creature FTBL on the Periscope chat says the BLM cat. Yes. Black Lives Matter cat. Because he's all black. That'd be good. So we got the Antifa cat, the BLM cat, and Francis Jr. Jr., the resist cat. All right. That's cool. Thank you. That's a good idea. I appreciate that. Where's everybody? All right, guys, thank you for your super chats. Again, that helps. And yeah, we will see what happens tomorrow. Maybe we'll do a show. It all depends. I don't know. One day at a time. Remember, remember, remember my name. 
My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Share the show with your friends. And remember what I say. We stick together, we win. That's another way of saying e pluribus unum, out of many, one. We don't leave anybody behind. We are the real patriots because we are capable of functioning in a free democratic society. And we are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of democracy. We're on the right side of decency. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you very soon.